Kokorongo ki te tangi a te kori mako Ko rero flowing a te hoka force Ko papa relevant, ko papa out of bounds Ko papa exigent, ko papa paramount Nga ko nga whakapiri mai ki te Ko papa tino whakahira hira Whakarongo pi kari kari mai Hare hare mai, o tari ngā hare hare mai We gotta gather up close everybody Gather up close everybody Kane kane move that body Kane kane move that body Hei ngā kāwai nui, ngā kāwai roa o ngā iwiho ngā mau ngā whakawhiti atu ki ngā wai whakatere tanifa o te ika Māui mai te hiku ki te upoko whakawhiti i te mona raukawa ki te wai pounamu o tira putatu i te moana nui a kiwa i te tai o poutini i te tai o rehua and all those other tai if I left any of them out Hoki mai, hoki mai, uh, aneki a taringa e whakapāhoa tūnei from te ipurau under the auspices of te wānonga o te aroa from the bustling... Bustling metropolis of, of te awamatu. <laughs> te awamatu, te awamatu. Bipi. Bipi. mātou. Ko au, ko praone gloin, mātou ko. Te pua heiri, tēnā koutou katoa. Erika Sinclair, tēnā koutou. Tēnā kōrua. And we have a very special guest today. Nā mihi, nā whakamānawa, kia koe, e tai, e mara, nau mai ki tā tātou kaupapa, e pita tīpene nā mihi nui, kia koe, nau mai, kei a koe. Tēnā koe kara e praone, tēnā kaurua, tēnā rawātū kautou katoa e hakarongo mai nei ki e nei kōrero, mai te pēwhairangi, kaumārere. Tēnā koe, āti hene. Āti hene. And there you go e te iwi, koe nei te iwi, ko ngāti hene, te iwi o te wiki. So starting off, uh, Emara, we're going to start with a kianga that we can share with everybody listening. And then us three here do our dandas to use it as much as we can through them. We're probably going to murder it to death is what we do. But how te tahi kianga ma tātou? Oh, it's not really a kianga, I suppose. It's only because the first big rain has come down up here in Pewhairangi. And the kōrero is taumarere here here i te riri, te rere i tiria. Kunai ke te riki, ke te riki, ke te tangariki, ko ngāti hine puke puke rau. Woohoo! Oh, I don't think I'll be using that. Oh, that's a very long one. Yeah, I might be able to do the ke te riki. Ke te riki, yeah. I like the sound of it, though. Can you give us the whakamārama? Well, what we all know is that we're up here in Ngāti Hine, the valleys of Ngāti Hine, we're putting our noses to the air because we can smell the tuna on the move. As we all know, after the very dry summer and the first rain that comes down, the tuna whakaheke, the silver belly eels, they start moving around in the swamps up here. And the waikere, uh, if the rain continues, they start their journey down ngā waikere, ngā repo of Ngāti Hine, and they make their way down to Taumarere, out to the Bay of Islands, out into the Pacific, and by all accounts, They go all the way to Tonga, and there they spawn, they die, and then the currents bring back the heki on the waves until they come back down to the top of Aotearoa, down to the Pewhairangi. And what we know is when they start getting close into the Bay of Islands, they become glass eels. They make their way up Taumarere Awa and to the various places. I suppose they're just like salmon. They go back to where their parents came from. Uh, and what we know here in Ngāti Hine is that the ones that come up, the Taumarere, 
river, they, they get to various obstacles. And the one right beside, for those of you who have been to the Otiria Marae in Moirewa, Otiria uh, gets its name from the waterfall there known as Tiria. So when those uh, little elbows that we call Tangariki get to the waterfall, they start working with each other to get up the waterfall. But the local people, the hapu of Ngati Hine of that area, Ngati Kopaki and Ngati Tera, they would go to the waterfall, scoop up all these Tangariki and their kids, all sorts of kids, big ones, little ones, and then help them up the waterfall because they knew when they come back, they'll be ready to eat. (laughs) (laughs) So um, (laughs) so, uh, I suppose the metaphor behind that action of the local people to help those pipi tuna to get up the Mm. waterfall is a metaphor for us to help our young people on their life's journey. But it's also emphasis that our people all have roles to play, big kids, little kids, and to help these tuna. So look, that's the short and tall of it. But that uh, saying, the river itself, uh, the waterfall at Otiria, uh, there's a puna there that uh, they put the eels in when they got to the mm. top. And kete keteriki, the small mm. kids, and the kete tangariki, the kete for the baby eels, the, the peepees. Uh, that, that's a saying from up here that we use regularly to emphasize some of those things that are happening in our community. Kia ora. Could that also be used as a pepeha? Yes, very much so. At Otiria Marae, the Farekai is called Te Puna I right. Ke So those names are all uh, very apparent for everybody. Mm. Mm. You know, I just had a fish pie for <laughs> my morning tea, but now I'm thinking of eels. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and what is your preferred method of cooking your tuna, Emara? Oh, I like them smoked. I'm a fried man myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't mind cooking them if you cook them up with tea cocoa. Aye. Oh, yes. My nan had them boiled, that was it. She And she'd put them on top of the boil-up, if there was a boil-up yeah, going. Yeah, yeah. When the boil-up was nearly ready, she'd put the tuna on top. On top, of like the, the boil. Yeah, and anyone <laughs> yeah. that didn't like eels, too bad. Too bad. <laughs> you got eel-flavoured boil. Uh, just like on Forrest Gump, where he talks about the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I love tuna. It's my favourite. I'll have it over everything else. I'll have it over Koda, I'll have it over... Probably because that's our kai here, because we're inland people mm, too. So yeah, it's, that's all I find the yeah. connection Not here. saying I will turn down some kinnas, you know. So <laughs> turns up, but, anyone's got any kinnas, yeah. And, yeah. And, you know, ka whakaaro ki te tuna, I think of my uncles taking us mm-hmm. out to kite mahi tuna when we were young. Yeah. And, you know, listening to this analogy of helping the the, the young up, like how you help Aye. the tuna, yeah. sort of reminds me of when, you know, our uncle used to take us out eeling. Yamato e tamariki ana. Tēnā koe e hoa tino e rangatira, ko rangatira mātau o te rā, ko rangatira ngā taringa ah, o, yeah. o te hunga e whakarongo ana ki ene kōrero e mihi atu ana. I heard you refer to Ngāti Hine then I heard uh, Ngāti Hine Puke Puke Rau. Yeah, Puke Puke Rau, uh, anga pērā ki ana ki te uh, Waikato Tanifaro. So on every hill a rangatira, but more it's expressing our shared leadership approach in Ngāti Hine. So, um, oh no, look, I, I hear you talking about the tuna. Uh, these particular tuna, though, are ngā tuna whakaheke, the, the silver-bellied ones, not to be confused with the kūwharu, 
oke o kirirua o all those other types of tuna. The prized ones are the silver belly ones. Mm. And now we're over here, we don't have silver bellies. Hello? No. Well, uh, well the, the, the kufaru ones are, are more generally known as uh, bully heads. Engari, e hoa, ke māra mai te iwi, share with us the geographical boundaries, I guess, or location of Ngāti Hine. And ko wai a Ngāti Hine? Uh, Ngāti Hine are the descendants of Hine Amaru. So Hine Amaru uh, came over from the Hokianga and the Pākehā timelines about mid-1600s. Uh, and it's not a trip she took in a day. She took it with her whanau over a, over a number of years, staying in a number of places. But eventually they settled in Waiomio. So Waiomio, most people have a fair idea where Waitangi is and the Bay of Islands is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All of our, call it the catchment, empties out into the Bay of Islands. So when Hineamaru uh, settled in Waiomio, all of us, the descendants who come from her, are the iwi living here. Mm. So, yeah, geographically, basically inland Bay of Islands down to Whangare. Does Ngāti Hene fall under Ngāpuhi at all, or are you your own separate iwi? We are our own separate iwi, but we are Ngāpuhi. So all of our blood is Ngāpuhi blood. We all just Hene Amaru descended from Rahiri, who, who is the ancestor of Ngāpuhi. So, yeah, we all descend from Rahiri, but once you get down to the various branches, Ngāti Hine, ko te kōrero mō Ngāti Hine, ma Ngāti Hine anō a Ngāti Hine e kōrero. Okay. Well, I like that. Kia ora, ka pai, pai mena kōrero. Can you share some kōrero about Hine Amaru, the ancestress? Mm, yeah. Am I right in thinking, hey, wahine a Hine Amaru? Because I know some tāne... We named Hine something as well, and some iwi. Yeah, well, what we have is in our Farefakairo up here. Whenever you enter any of the Farehui that have Fakairo, mm. Hine Amaru is always on the inside right corner. Then you can go to Kamotato Marae or Otiria Marae, and being our eponymous ancestor, she has that pride of place. Mm. And as a result, we're quite relaxed about Ngā wahine tuana ki te kōrero. Kia ora. Mm. Cool. Yeah, yeah, so is Whanapanui, eh? Yeah, yeah, or yeah used to be, few, or, yeah. I haven't seen it down there, but... Oh, if you read in books, like Edwira Sterling, his name, yeah. he called Tukutuku, um, she yeah. used to speak on marae. But, yeah, yeah. but recently, has there been anyone in... I don't know. Yeah, I, listen, I, mean, I've, I haven't, I've heard about it like a Napanui and Ngāti Pare, but I've never seen it. Yeah, I haven't I seen it myself. What about Ngāti Hine? Ka kite i te wahine tūana i te marae? Does she stand, the woman stand on outside or inside? Uh, not not so much in very formal occasions, but, you know, amongst ourselves. Mm. So, Erika, when I said, you know, our connections to te whanau a apanui, yeah. for instance, in the mid-1930s when Tauhenare, our mm. member of parliament, not the more recent Tauhenare, and Apirangata worked together to build the Farerunanga at Waitangi. They would gather at where I was raised in Motatan. And um, uh, Apirangata said that he would bring the carvers because at that time, you know, the carvings were a thing of the past amongst 
ngati hine ngapuhi. Yeah. But he brought more. Era mihia te kapua. Mm. One taiapa, pine taiapa. Another man called Ori Waititi, George Waititi. And all of the, the timber that was felled in Ngati Hine were taken to the Hototau Marae. And all of those carvings were carved right there on the marae. Now, somehow or other, I don't know how it happened, but George Waititi and uh, the lady who was cooking the cake for them at the time, oh. what resulted is that their first child was born after they got married, and his name was Tukaki. Uh. Tukaki Waititi, which will, which will tell you that, yes, people are wondering, huh, what's the Waititi whanau doing in the midst of Ngati Hine? Well, that's how it happens. And as a result, both Hori Waititi did those very carvings I was talking about, as did their son Tukaki Waititi. Tukaki Waititi. And that's the name of one of our Farinui and Tikaha. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, cool. That's really cool to know. I just thought you were um, referring to our front row and our kappa. (laughs) 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 Got a few um, ladies from that way in there. Oh. Yeah, so those connections are all over the place, um, but they're uh, memories and relationships that we we treasure up here. Tenakwe, and that is one of the most important things of Whakapapa is those connections we have through Whakapapa. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've heard that Ngāti Hine also has something to do with Mauria Marae. Do you know anything about that? Yeah, that one's a little bit obscure to me, but um, we're trying to work it out. So For are instance, they? Yeah, yeah. Because what we know is, is that uh, following pakanga like matakitaki mm. uh, is that the relationship between Waikato Tainui and the Hapu and the Iwi down there, they tried to reconcile their differences. And what we know is that Kawiti, who... Uh, our rangatira of the time who signed Te Tiriti or Waitangi and then subsequently took the war against the Pākehā at Rua Peka Peka, etc. His, his son, uh, Mahi Kawiti, as a hohoi te rongo, when Tainui came to Ngāti Hine, and a, a young woman called Heni Ngārino, well, put it this way, she eventually became the wife of Mahi Kawiti. So most of Ngāti Hine is well and truly got Tainui blood through Hini Narino. And and as a result, what you just mentioned, those connections are are still not entirely clear. Mm. So uh, we we intend on making a pilgrimage down to Waikato Tainui to find out. It's interesting we're talking about this and you brought this up, Erica, because I was in uh, Matata two weeks ago at uh, Tangihanga and a lady from Mauria asked me if I had any mohi o tanga because she's writing her doctoral thesis on Ngāti Hine ki Mauria. Okay. And okay. was asking me about the connections with Ngāti Hine Amaru. Yeah. Because I've heard too, Peter, about, because uh, we've got a Ngāti Amaru as well, you'd probably know, at the Pūaha Waikato. Oh. And I've heard, again, whispers that there's a connection between that that's the other half of Mauria, Karewe Mohio Kina Korero, Epinea Noyao, Iakwe Korone, and Epirate Fakapapa, Ionawahe, Da Vinci Code. Manga Uri Fakatupu, it's up to us to sort of solve or 
delve and look at the puzzle because their whakapapa can be a bit of a puzzle at time. But yeah. once you yeah. get the jigsaw pieces right, then you're away. Can you tell us about any of the trials and tribulations that Ngāti Hine have faced? Uh, yeah, well, like um, most iwi, there's a, a number of trials and tribulations, but yeah, it's through that type of adversity that we've uh, been galvanised. Uh, it's hard to pick out any particular one, but one of the uh, ones, for instance, is Ngāti Hine, whether we like it or not, play a type of leadership role uh, amongst Ngāpuri. For instance, uh, Kawiti, who died in 1854, was mm. followed by his son, Maihi Kawiti, mm. and then following him was Te Didi, and that was short for Te Didi Mutunga Kitepao Rua Peka Peka, mm. they, called him, they called him Te Didi. While Ngāti Hine has provided leadership over time, they plucked one incident out in 1939 where the whole of Ngāpuhi gathered at Waiomio, uh, just out of Kawakawa. The, the pake on the table was the war that was brewing in Europe. Mm. Well, let's just put it this way. After lengthy discussion, Te Riri Kawiti emerged from the Wharetupuna uh, and amongst all of the leadership that had been gathered there, and collectively, Ngāpuhi declared war on Germany. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, this was before the New Zealand government even declared war on Germany. <laughs> um, so we, we were, we were, we were um, you know, starting up our Navy and Air Force and all that sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what it did was is that it said to all of the people in Ngāti Hine and Ngāpuhi, the Māori Battalion is where you need to serve. Mm. So we all know that different parts of the country have different approaches to all of that, but it certainly galvanised the people of my community or our community here in Ngāti Uni. For instance, my father uh, immediately enlisted, as yep. did his brother, yep. as did his cousin Sir James Henare, and eventually off they went to war. And thank God, uh, they all those ones all returned. Oh, nice! Mm. But uh, the the point I make is, is that yeah, how Ngāti Hine needs to stand up and be prepared to lead on some of the bigger issues. Because although we say we will speak for ourselves as Ngāti Hine, we are definitely shoulder to shoulder with everybody else in Ngāpuhi and Taitokero when it when it comes down to it. In Ngāpuhi, you know, you can go on to Matua Kukara yep. on Google and. Uh, Ngāpuhi declares war on Germany. It was printed in the New Zealand Herald of the time and people were saying, holy bloody hell, <laughs> Ngāpuhi's uh, declaring war on Germany. <laughs> I think it's fascinating with the hui that they had then and it was not even, was it 80? When was the Battle of Ruapekapeka? Yeah, yeah, it was not long. Well, it ended in... January 1846, so yes. it was still fresh in people's very, minds. Very, very fresh. Mm. I mean, and this is the grandson of Kawiti Teriri Mutunga ki pū, Kirua Pika Pika. Yeah, and I think it's pertinent, we're talking about this on this day, the 2nd of April, the third day, 155 years ago, this was the last day of battle at Orako, and then 150 years ago, 152 years, I think, ago, this was the day that Maunga Pohatu was stormed oh. by the police. 
yeah, freaky eh? How they yeah. how they matched up the, the Oraco yeah, date yeah. and the mm. Mangapuatu date. Yeah. But it might be. I think it's valuable, Peter. Maybe we have a little you caught it or a bit about um Rua Pika Pika yeah, yeah. and and yeah and uh, Yeah. Where where would you like to start? <laughs> <laughs> how long is the pieces changing? <laughs> 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 Well, put it this way. Kawiti refused to sign Te Tiriti or Waitangi on February the 6th, uh, 1840. He um, eventually did sign in May, but only through being convinced by the Pake of that time that uh, he would not lose his manamotu hake. But five years later, things were starting to erode the mana of Kawiti and, and Ngati Hine, so... Kawiti received Honeheke here in Wyomio at his party called Tiahuareka. Mm. And uh, Honeheke arrived and placed his mere uh, on the ground before Kawiti. And it was smeared with tutai tangata, human mm. excrement. Okay. And there were no words needed to be exchanged. <laughs> Kawiti realized that what Honeheke was saying was that mere uh, was the mana and the rangatiratanga of Māori living at that time. And the tūtai, the excrement, were the Pākehā people and their laws. So what Kawiti did say to Honeheke was, o tō tātou kaupapa, me poroporo ngā ringa-ringa me ngā waiwai uh, o te Pākehā. Mm. So... Basically, there was a pact between them there and then that they would go to war against the British. So, um, look, to put a long story short, on uh, March the 11th, 1845, mm. Kawiti and others attacked Kororareka, now known as Russell. That was a diversion while Oneheke went to Mikey Hill and chopped down the flagstaff of the British for the fourth time. By the end of the day, the Pākehā had left, evacuated Russell and retreated to Auckland. And there they, reading accounts of the, of the British themselves, they cowered for a couple of months. But they had sent four troops from Sydney and the 58th Regiment and the 99th and other, other troops were shipped to the Bay of Islands to bring our tūpuna to heel. So there were a number of battles. I shouldn't say smaller ones because they were just as significant. Mm. Mm. For instance, they, they, they burnt the pa of Otuyu belonging to Pomare of mm. Ngāti Manu and other pa. And then they went on a full-scale battle to the shores of Lake Omapere, uh, up closer oh. to Kaiko, yeah. where, for instance, Kabuti's son, Toda, was amongst the casualties. Mm. So both sides eventually withdrew from the battlefield, not having got the upper hand. Uh, so that was about May, and then June, they ended up at Ohaiwai, Pa, and uh, that was an absolute mess for the British because they foolishly charged the Pa, and between, say, five and seven minutes, they had 100 casualties lying on the ground in front of Ohaiwai Pa. They just got mown down by the defenders made up of uh, our tupuna who were, who were inside. Yeah. So that was that was July the first, eighteen forty-five, mm. and immediately uh, Kawiti had said, "Korangatira koutou i roto i o koutou takiwa, pote pote pakanga hau iruma i tōku ano fenua." So he he then built the Rua Peka Peka between 
say, August and Christmas of 1845. The British arrived with 1,500 troops and about 500 loyal Māori to the British cause. And inside the pa, Ruapekapeka was between 400 and 500 defenders. And they, the Pake, literally, they brought up the big cannons then, 32 pounders, pounded the palisades. And eventually, and I think many people know the story, uh, while the, the defenders were having a krakia at the back of the pa, the British um, overran it, basically. And, and there's some conjecture whether they were having krakia or they were trying to draw them into the bush behind the pa. Mm. Oh, but whatever happened, uh, that was the culmination of the battles in between our, our iwi up here and the Pākehā. And then everybody knows it then eventually rolled out into Taranaki, Tainui, Tauranga mm. uh, yeah. Moana, uh, which is now the pipapa of Te Putake o Te Riri. So, yeah, yeah, that's a little bit of a summary of uh, Rua Pekka Pekka. But one, one thing that I can add, is that while we while we were defending the pa, nowadays where we all know too that some of our tupuna were the British. Mm. For instance, <laughs> Corporal John Sherrington of the Fifty Eighth Regiment. Ngati Hin is full of Sherringtons now. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, oh, yeah. so yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're descended from all who were involved. Ah, that was one of my pātai, the links of the colonial soldiers and then and then the, the iwi of the area. Were there any others? Where, is that where the Winyards came in? Or? Yeah, yeah, they were, and the Winyards are one of the more uh, pronounced names in Ngāti Hine and, and even throughout Ngāpuhi because there were a number of brothers. Mm. Uh, the the Winyards who came to settle in Ngāti Hine are now known as the Henare. So, ah, uh, kia ora. Uh, ah. Penny Henare in Parliament, he's... Um, it's no accident that his email address is called Koti Fero. Kai, kia ora, kai. <laughs> kia ora, Penny. <laughs> kia ora, Penny. Koti Fero. Kia ora, Fakaro Ekara. What is it about um, Ngati Hine leadership? Because it starts, you know, mm. Mairano starts from Hine Amaru. Uh, and, and, and it comes again and through Teruki Kawati and Kawati and then to his Mokopuna. But then also in recent times through Tahemi. Uh, eri mahe nare heke iho, heke iho. Uh, ke o whakaaro, hea i pera ai? Uh, I think in traditional times, Ngatine is no different to any other iwi hapu around the country. But in more contemporary times, you know, you only have to listen to what Kawiti said as his ohaki immediately after the Battle of Rua Pekateka, which I won't go through all of the lines. Mm. But one of them was, Mm. He, he was basically saying to us, whatever you do, resist assimilation. So uh, I suppose in more contemporary times, one of the things that Ngati Hine has benefited from, which others may not have, is uh, we retained all of our whenua. Kia ora. Mm, tiga, yeah. tiga so in a fight to Turanga Waiwai to Tangata, mm. you know, our people are farmers, we're still on the land, we're still practicing the things we've always practiced, our maraya. Uh, yeah, so, so that's provided us with, with a basis to hold on to many of the things that we hold dear. And what, and what I know and others know is that in 1970s, there was a, a, a survey done on where is te reo Māori still spoken 
predominantly as a language of everyday conversations. And according to that survey, the areas where Ruatoki, Matihine and uh, Te Kaua, mm. while that may, may not be the case so much these days, and certainly in the mid-70s, mm. uh, Te Reo Māori, because you know, the people were on the land, they were farming the land, and they knew no other language other than Te Reo Māori. In fact, mm. my you know, my 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 old my tupuna couldn't even speak English. Mm. <laughs> so to attempt to answer your question, in bringing up Te Reo Māori and talking about Ngāti Hine leadership, you know, one of the things I'm reminded of, well, sticks in my memory was the tangihanga of Te Ariki Nui Tā Tairangi Kāhu and the whaikōrero of Erima. I was there through the whole tangi. I was there when Ngāpui came one day, Ngāpui Nui Tonu, and the next day Erima came on again. I think he was already there, but he came on again <laughs> with Ngāti Hine. And again, he referred to the the tuna. He used the analogy of the tuna and the hinaki and putting the hinaki out after a storm or not. Uh, tēra but yeah, I'm reminded of him and our links e particularly with the story with uh Tama Akawitine, Kumaihi, Meteringi. Teringi Taimana. Which I think is a good which is a good Aye. yarn. Well I've again I've only heard whispers of about the, the Ringi Taimana, but we go out to Kafia but fishing and whenever I pull a snapper up, I think maybe I might find a Ringi Taimana. <laughs> <laughs> Koe nā ka hoki aku whakaaro, eh? Kia koe tahi ko rangatira hoki mātau i āko, eh? Rangatira koe yeah. nō tō iwi. Aye. Mm. Uh, e maue, e whakawhānui wena kōrero, if you could perhaps elaborate on that. Just to show we talked about the ties of Ngāti Hine to Tainui Waikato, and there's also a significant or a special relationship between Kingitanga and Ngāti Hine. Mau pea, e whakawhānui wena kōrero. And this is what I know, and these are the stories told to me by my uh, mother in particular and others like Sir James Henry. When Maihi Kawiti succeeded on his father Kawiti in 1854, uh, he set about to do good on the ohaki left by his father, by Kawiti. Uh, added to the line I said earlier about Kia Kawakautaua or Kei Poipake Hakautaua Muridei, another line he said was, Wai hoki a kakati te namu i te whārangi o te puka puka, o reira ka tahuri atu ai. Now, you can put your own uh, interpretation on that, but <laughs> our literal translation is when the sandfly nips at the pages of the book, you must stand up for our rights, basically. We've held on to that through each generation. For his son, for Mahi Kawiti, uh, and not necessarily in relation to the Kingitanga and Waikato Tainui, uh, the Mahikawiti stayed in the same whare, and he also built a two-story, believe it or not, a two-story building beside his father's whare, Te Ahuareka, which in the 1860s is pretty unheard of, having a pocket <laughs> yeah, yeah. two-story house beside yeah, yeah. The forefront of architecture, Ngāti Hine. Yeah, so a little bit later on, at the time where the Kingitanga was being mooted, Tafiao came north on a steamer into the Bay of Islands, so that was on the east coast, and came up the Taumarere River and then made his way to 
ويومي وتدوسفري and by all accounts the Kaipapa was to determine Ngati Hine's position on supporting the Kingitanga mm. now they 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 carried out their tikanga and they dined etc and then during the night they all went to sleep on the bottom floor of this whare and its name was Maramatautini but during the course of the night uh, Kawiti uh, withdrew upstairs to sleep with his with his wahine, with his dirui. By all accounts, upon awakening in the morning, Tafia realized that Kawiti was no longer on the same level, that he was on the floor above. <laughs> and uh, took exception to that. Mm. He'd been given a, a, a diamond ring by Mahi Kawiti to seal their relationship. Uh, but according to the stories that I've heard, Tafiao then left. He departed by Omyo and Ngati Hine, having felt slighted by the actions of Mahi Kawiti. So when he got out into the Bay of Island, back onto the steamer and heading back down towards uh, towards Waikato Tainu in Auckland, he took off the ring and threw it overboard. Uh, and yet, a little bit later on, uh, and this is this is fact, it, um, a fisherman was uh, out fishing and when he gutted one of the tamuri, one of the snappers that he caught, he came across the ring in its gut and he advertised it in the local paper, the Northern News of the time. And then it came to the notice that this was the ring that Mahi Kawiti had uh, given over to Tafia. And as a result of that whole story, there are a number of wahine in each generation in Ngati Hine called Rini Taimana. Ooh. More commonly, more commonly known as ringi. Ringi. So ringi. there are many, many, many ringis in Ngati Hine. Oh. So yeah, look. And then in, in more modern times, for instance, on our wall in uh, Mototau, our Faretupuna Manukoroki, uh, is the saying of Te Poea, Kamahi Ahau, Kainoi Ahau, Kamoi which was put up on the wall because she was a frequent visitor to Mototau and coming up to meet with Tau Henare for all of the things that were happening during their time as contemporaries. Mm. So uh, it basically sealed a relationship between not only Ngati Hine and Te Kingi Tanga, but more a close relationship mm. between Te Kingi, Te Kuroa, Te Pue and Te the king Itanga of that time through mm. each of the generations. So, so from Tau Henare to his son, Sir James Henare, to his son, Erima Henare, to his son, Penny Henare. Mm. Mm. So, so whatever our rangatira in that line are doing, in the Taita Karanga ki a ngati hine, ko tūmai ngati hine ki te tautoko, uh, i te whanau ngā henare, ara ko ngā winyut, uh, yeah, that's, that's more of a modern-day relationship, given the relationship between Tapiao and and Mahi Kawiti and Hiningari no being brought north to be betrothed to to the Kawiti farmers. Kia ora. Kia ora. Yeah, it's wicked how... It's wicked. Wicked. <laughs> it's wicked how, how it started with some, some differences and now it's changed with the, say, what, Te Puya and Tauhenare did to mm-hmm. sort of uh, 
you, you reshaped it, the yeah, relationship. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I like how there's lots of, you know, wahine and ngati hine with the name Lingi Daiman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so you got Ngati Hine Puke Puke Rau and you've got Ngati Hine Ringi Ringi Rau. Ringi Ringi Rau, <laughs> kia ora, kia ora. <laughs> Kau e pa mama e mara e kore ro noe. Hoia noe hoa, um, wrapping up, he hao o tūmanako mō tō rahi. What are your dreams for Ngati Hine? He hao te Ngati Hine o a pōpō? E hoa kai roto i tēnā kōrero Ngati Hine o kā uh, mā Ngati Hine anō a Ngati Hine e kōrero. Mm, uh, probably the, the interpretation of that is self-determination. This would be the Pākehā uh, interpretive words I'd use for, for for that mantra, I suppose. Is But it's also self-reliance. Mm. So whatever happens, we are building towards being self-sufficient on our own lands. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether we be individuals, whānau, marae, hapu, that we don't have to rely on the government. We don't. We just rely on ourselves. So, and uh, above all things, to uh, protect our most vulnerable people, whether they be kumatukui or young people. Mm. So, having housing, employment, mahiruma tefenua, all of those things. In trying to answer your question, uh, self-reliance amongst all things is is dear to us. And with self-reliance, uh, call it our, our mission statement, is uh, we can do all of those things about self-reliance, but if we aren't true to our essence, we're wasting our time mm. in terms of our tikanga, our tikanga and our reo. That's the backbone, uh, but eventually getting kai on the table and all those things are... Uh, are the real important things to Ngāti Hinde. Mm. Tēnā koe. Tēnā koe. Mm. Tēnā koe e te keteriki, kua ora e nei tangariki uh, i a tātou kōrero, i hāpaitia maroto i tō keteriki ki roto i te puna wai o kōrero hōpuapua nui, uh, me te kete nui o nga mātauranga, kua tohaina ki a mātau o tira mm. ki ngā taringa o Aotearoa me te Aofānui, Nō rena, kāmihi rā kia koe e tai, e hoa, e te rangatira kāmihi, kāmihi kia koe. Ah, e, e mihi ana kia kantau katoa e hakakorikori nei i taku arero, taku hinegaro, <laughs> kia putai e nei kōrero, haino hei whakarotanga mō te katoa. Nā reira, tēnā koe. Tēnā koe. Tēnā koe. Oh, it's a wee, ah, can we hear a corero? Oh, ooh. Yeah. 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 Tahu, tahu, nga corero. Yeah. Tino pai. Mm. E mihi atu ana, and hei tautoko i nga corero nei, anei te waiata o te wiki. Hine amaru. Ane nga uri ho, hine amaru, te tupuna aue, hewa hine whakaiti.
I gotta find out what that tune comes from. It's like from an old, like fifties Hawaii. I can see myself in an old diner in, in Las a Vegas. Cheap aloha shirt. <laughs> yeah, cheap aloha shirt. Yeah, yeah listening so, to yeah. ketchup to stains on your shirt. Maybe. <laughs> Grilled cheese sandwich. Grilled cheese sandwich with an with an Elvis Grilled hairdo. Silver, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. With an Elvis hairdo. Elvis hairdo. Elvis. Hoia noa te iwi koe nā te waiata o te wiki hei tautoko i ngā kōrero But yeah, the kōrero, eh? Was... Yeah, that was wow yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, that I was learned me. so much and mm. there's so much that I want to go and like rangahau after that Yeah, yeah. Mm. the way that Peter Tipene talks is that's how a lot of the leadership talks You know, you talk about self-determination and 
Yeah, they actually practice it a lot more than yeah. a lot of what a lot of people realize that Ngati Hina are really staunch in their ways. I think he done very well in answering that question because, you know, it's hard to talk about yourself and, you know, he was very humble about it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, you yeah. Know, and I think I could tell it was difficult for him to answer mm. because he's mm. talking about his iwi and, you know, when you talk about leadership buses, Māori don't really want to. It's hard, it's hard to self promote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah. But I know what you mean when you talk about Ngati Hina leadership, mm. but not just that, but. Just there's uh, something about Ngati Hine, and, I, and I've probably said this about all the iwi o te wiki, but <laughs> definitely there's, you know, there's, there's, I don't know, you can't put your finger on it. There's something yeah, about. They have that je ne sais quoi. <laughs> <laughs> must, be they silver, must be their silver belly tuna. The silver belly tuna, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm. Me too, I got heaps out of that. Always do. Yeah, always do, man. Thank you again very right. much. And to, yeah, and I'm I'm sure it will generate some discussion from other members of Ngati Hine. Yes, as always um, will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like yeah, like you were saying, for him to try and retell a story on behalf of his iwi. Yes. And just like many other people that have spoken on behalf of the iwi, yeah. uh, quite reluctant, so they'll start with by all accounts or according yeah, to yeah. You know, yeah. because it's hard to be the Gospel mm. of yeah of yeah, yeah. Or and because stories vary from mm. place to place and like that might be one version of it where yeah. there's another one mm. yeah and I think we'll be you know to kiakoto at hungafakarongo to our listeners as we've said you know these are tasters yeah you got to put more than a taste in that one day mm. yeah got to yeah. got start then you got the entree and <laughs> you got sort of nearly into the mains almost yeah. um in that short bit of time engari yeah. Um, Harikite Rangahau in Akorero. Yep. Um, if you want to find out more about Ngati Hine, um, yeah, Ngati Hine Amaru, Puke Puke Rau. Puke Puke Rau. Oh, yeah, no, Kotato Tera. Kotato. Norena Emi Hatsuana Mato, um, Kayakuru and Nakupu Fakamutu Ngayahoma. Emi Hana Kyakoto, e Manawa Nui Maiki, and e Punua Paho, a Mato, no Mato Kete Fifi, Yawiki, Wiki, Fakutano, and a Korero, a Kete, a Hekaima Koto Kete. Nice to be here again with you to fine specimens. Tēnā hoki kwe. It's always a pleasure to be here. And yeah, thanks everybody out there. Keep on listening and we'll keep on doing the do. Ai, ko mātou tēnei, ko te whanāpa nui, ko nāpuhi, ko raukaua, me ki ko te wānanga Aotearoa e mihia tuana. He kua hafānu e puare ana ki nā iwi katoa, hei ko nā maira. Fakarongo ki te tangi a te kori mako Korero flowing at the hooker force Kou papa relevant, kou papa out of bounds Kou papa exigent, kou papa paramount Nā kona whakapiri mai ki te Kou papa tino whakahira hira Fakarongo pi karikari mai Hare hare mai, o taringa hare hare mai We gotta gather up close everybody Gather up close everybody Kane kane move that body Kane kane move that body Taringa he mea tuku nā te wānanga o Aotearoa. To listen to more episodes, search for us on your podcast app and subscribe or go to soundcloud.com forward slash tw dash oa. Taringa, whakarongo mai.